Hello everyone. Welcome to 360 on History. Please check out our website 360onhistory.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel 360 on History and join us on social media. Today's podcast episode is a part of our series on digital sustainability and we are going to start with emails. Did you know that our collective thank you emails are adding to climate change by 16433 tons of carbon a year these are the unnecessary emails you send when you want to say just thank you to somebody who's sent you an email 20 years ago when i started working in environmental conservation and climate change most people looked at me quizzically when i told them what i did for a living for many protecting the environment was getting rid of garbage and climate change was not even on the radar Today the situation is entirely different. Climate change has found new activists, some so much younger than I was when I started on this journey. Two years of lockdown have brought nature closer to us, or have brought us closer to nature. Either way, quite a large proportion of the populace has finally taken an interest in the natural environment and the fact that we face unprecedented changes in our climate. all of which will resonate in our living spaces through the food we eat and on the things we buy for years to come the pan- pandemic confined us all to our homes making us more dependent on digital systems as we try to maintain some semblance of continuity in our lives some are happy that our overuse of energy resources went down as we traveled less but in the last decade or so our inherent consumerism has been coupled with our need for attention while the first has been catered to by online shopping during the pandemic the second has also taken off through social media apps long before the pandemic was on the horizon everyone now wants their fame which is now expected to be longer than 15 minutes but the digital environment also has environmental and climate costs and this cost went up drastically during the pandemic a new study led by yale university estimated that internet usage increased by 40% during globally following the lockdown from january through march 2020 a new study led by yale university estimated that internet usage increased by 40% following the lockdown from january through march 2020 and this is at the global level netflix and zoom definitely saw increases in use according to this study this resulted in a demand for almost 42.6 million megawatt hours of additional electricity for data transmission and to power data centers Remember our digital footprint is not just about the emails we send or the posts we make on social media. Buildings are required to house the hardware, data from computer networks, cloud services and digital applications, all of which also need energy. The online activities of over 4 billion active internet users have a cost. This translates into 3.7% of greenhouse gas emissions via global internet use 
which is 1.6 billion tons, according to a study by the SHIFT project in 2019. The ranking of global IT sector electricity demand is now at number three. Obviously, there are a multitude of ways to impact the climate through dig digital use, and this includes direct carbon emissions through manufacturing, use, and disposal of technology. These are the gadgets, but also mobile networks, enterprise networks, and data centers. Manufacturing, shipping, powering, and cooling all require huge amounts of energy. But in addition to these, our online habits also contribute to carbon emissions. According to data from earth.org, loading a website emits 1.6 grams of CO2 on average, and this can go up to 10 grams if the website has videos. Emails are 0.3 grams for spammy, 4.4 grams for regular emails, and 50 grams for emails with attachments of photos. Based on an average 28 minutes of daily scrolling on Instagram, we emit 42 grams of CO2 and 12 grams of CO2 annually for Facebook. And then Netflix and YouTube cost us 36 grams of CO2 per hour. And we're just getting started. Just like there was a lack of analysis of the impacts of social media applications on our lives, there is very little data available on the impact of ICT on the environment and climate. Things are getting better. People are doing studies, but we still need to do a lot more. The digital environment is a gamut of processes and actions, from extracting rare earth elements to manufacturing and transportation of technological equipment to us, the consumers, increasingly communicating with the world through our devices. There is some level of information on the impact on environmental and climate change for some of the steps, but not for all. It is also true that the overall effect is not as much as the aviation industry, transportation, and many others. However, we still need to understand the impacts of the entire digital system, ensure it follows the rules of sustainability, and that it plays its role in our circular economy. Decreasing electricity use and using renewable energy is step one. Everything we do when using the internet from social media, music, emails, video streaming, and even e-commerce use electricity, which is not always renewable. And so what else can we do? Well, we can make our video streaming climate friendly, shut off open tabs, turn off autoplay, avoid using video when you can do with audio, power down your computer when away, be conscious of vampire power, which is plugged in but powered down in devices or devices on standby mode, which consume one-fourth of residential energy. Dim your monitor, if possible, from 100% to 70%. Do not be in a hurry to change IT equipment and change your email habits. Unsubscribe from unused newsletters, limit reply all, and finally, Stop sending thank you emails. Thank you for joining me on 360 on History. I'll see you next time.